Enjoy Screenfish one-on-one. I'm thrilled today to be speaking with Sasha Eust, the uh, director of Ellis, the, the documentary on Ellis Marsalis. Sasha, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really do appreciate it. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about this conversation. The film is wonderful. Thank you. Thank and you. <laughs> it, it's, it's just a, like, what I love about the film is that it's, it's about more than more than one man's contribution. It's about his interaction with the world. And I want to talk a little bit about that later. But um, first of all, I mean, just wondering how you came into contact with Ellis. How did this film begin? This is actually, it's, oops, my chair. It's funny <laughs> how, how that happened. Um, I was in New Orleans a few years after Hurricane, not fairly shortly after Hurricane Katrina because I uh, wanted to see how the music scene was doing after all the destruction because I had heard lots of terrible things and to backtrack I mean I've come I came to this country to make films about music and so I came to New York for that reason and so then going to New Orleans where you know the cradle of jazz was so natural in a sense and then when Katrina happened I thought oh my god I really want to see what's happening uh, for musicians and I was interviewing an, a musician on Frenchman Street in front of um, a cafe Rose Nicole which doesn't exist anymore sadly and um, the owner of the cafe invited me and my uh, little team to a party that they had and started speaking with me and then he said uh, talked about the film or the project I was working on at the time and he said Sasha would you like to meet the Marsalises they're playing next door <laughs> and, and then he walked me over and he said with this cute smile by the way I'm the uncle and so <laughs> so there was Ellis and his son Jason and um, that's how it started. And I uh, was immediately very, very interested in Ellis, not only because he was a, obviously and just an amazing, amazing pianist, composer, everything, but also he just had such a wonderful personality. And I was intrigued by the question of how did he um, bring into the world and so much... Um, so many talented people and how did he how did he spread his knowledge and started so much you know and uh, rem and remain so modest <laughs> that combination was very intriguing to me well I, and there's a huge impact that he has not just on the music scene but as you said on so many um i'm wondering from your from your time with him what what did you discover what do you think his legacy truly is it's so hard to put into words, but I would say what I find, I mean, f first of all, he was someone who really um, had a very generous spirit and believed in passing on knowledge and education. So, and the education was, there was so much dignity in the way he approached it. But I think what most people who I've spoken to and what I've gotten from him in addition to the sense of humor and this real, you know, realistic sense of human nature, he had a way of making people learn for themselves. So everybody told me who has ever studied with him or played with him and he would always bring it back to the other person saying, what do you think? What do you hear? So the Socratic interaction with people and the world, I think, was just extremely influential. And um, he set a standard of excellence and how to conduct yourself, how to pursue your work. And for me personally, 
to never give up. Keep on, keep on, keep on keeping on, that's the saying. And he was really someone who had a lot of uh, odds against him and he kept on going. And I think he was a role model for that reason um, alone. Wow, yes, absolutely. Um, and, and you know, you talk about keep on keeping on. One of the things that strikes me about this film is that uh, the, so much, well, and you, you know, your interest is in telling stories about music. So much of jazz, as we see here in the film, is designed to tell a story. And I was just wondering from your perspective, what, what do you think it means for music uh, to tell a story, to communicate, communicate the life of, of the musicians and, and those of a culture? Oof. Loaded question. I'm not a musician, so I, right, right. I can very easily say something that's completely where musicians will say, well, that doesn't work. But um, I can only say from my ex experiencing the music, I feel that the mood and the melodies carry certain certain messages or feelings. And um, that's the way I try to use them in the film, that um, when he, I would look for music that would express something that Ellis said or that yeah that basically that that the mood that would feel fit the mood of what he was speaking about and what i noticed in the music is in his music it's it's really just uh, actually never just one note there's always a complexity even in the emotions and uh, i think that's what made it very special but I'm not sure if I'm really answering your question because I have the feeling you're answering more about you're asking more about like a larger picture of culture here, right? Uh, well, I would. I, that was one of the questions, sort of. <laughs> yes, but I mean, absolutely, you answered it beautifully. Um, and uh, because there is this, the, this is a film very much that that connects music and history, um, and and we hear Ellis's story. We hear conversation about you know ends in Katrina but goes through segregation and, and all of these conversations and yet the co music is constantly evolving in the midst of of these of these moments in time mm. um, I see what you mean yeah I mean to me that is really this um the idea of that Ellis was of course, very influenced by everything that was going on. So he talked a lot about the segregation. It just came up, right? So, and the limits that came with it, but also about just the idea of pursuing what he felt was was right and what felt good to him. And so, um, let me, how can I say this best? He, so he wasn't he wouldn't be swayed from his way of what he thought was was right and he was influenced by a lot of a lot of different musics but he also really knew what he wanted and one of the things is that he did is um he stuck he was in love with bebop that's how he started out right so but he would take in all these influences and I think in the course of his life, the more he wrote, the more he played, he would incorporate them. And I'm not sure if he directly reacted to any of the historic events that we're talking about, but it feels that way with yeah. the music. And that's my subjective perspective, but... Of <laughs> well, of course, yes, absolutely. And, and yeah, what you're saying there is, is true. 
Well, I mean, here, here's something too. As a filmmaker, speaking to you as a filmmaker, um, one of the things that, that is brought up within the film, um, it sort of speaks to the idea of creativity on a broad scale as well. Um, forgive me, I can't remember the name of the actor, but he makes a comment saying when he's sitting with Ellis um, in, in the midst of all these musicians and, and he says, don't think you're not doing what they're not, what they're doing. Um, and I was just wondering as a filmmaker, how you react to statement like that. What, what does that mean to you? Because I mean, this is, this is a very, this is a film that takes that moment of music and sort of blows it up into the arts in general in that, in that one moment. You say this so nicely, thank you. <laughs> uh, so are uh, you referring to the interview with the great, wonderful Wendell Pierce? Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, and I love his interview because he really speaks about uh, exactly what you just saying and the, the meaning, how it, uh, the music held for for um, not, not just musicians, but also for people who were absorbing it and that that would be an expression of personal identity, dignity and freedom. And also um, for him as an actor, of course, that his art would matter the same way. And for me as a filmmaker, um, I saw myself um, as responding to the music, responding to Ellis, and um, also seeing my film making a contribution to that uh, larger culture in my own way. And um, yeah, it's sort of, I would say the same thing what Ellis said to Wendell, I would hope he would say to me, don't think that you're not doing this, you, you're doing it as well. That would be my hope. We didn't get to say, I didn't get to ask him, but, but that's what I would, what I would hope that he would say. But I do think that I am, I mean, one of the goals was certainly to place the music in a larger context and to highlight or emphasize how important it is for our culture and that it has influenced really everything and in ways that we're not even aware of and that musicians like Ellis, Ellis foremost in my opinion, but musicians like Ellis have had an enormous impact on our lives and contributed enormously. And it's often the ones who are modest who don't even, we don't even, who made the greatest impact. Uh, uh, just you know, that, that's a great word. I love that you said that. I was wondering from your perspective, what is truly the impact that, that Ellis has had? I mean, you said we've talked about him passing, uh, you know, uh, teaching others, but I mean, there's so much seems to have changed through him. And I think it's, it's just now, of course, his son is talking about as well about his meeting his mom, but he says, you know, if he goes to New York instead of New Orleans, the, the history of the music industry changes. So I'm wondering what impact do you think he most had? I mean, that, on that point, I think that uh, Jason Marsalis was talking very much about if this family hadn't come to get to, uh, to be, then Branford and Winton wouldn't have become the amazing musicians that they are. They wouldn't have come, existed. And then they couldn't have gone to New York and really changed the music. Uh, the the jazz scene that is out there, or music scene, I shouldn't even limit it to jazz. And um, that was certainly one very concrete impact he had. And then he has uh, other sons, you know, he has Jason and Delphio who have made enormous contributions to the music and as musicians and composers, and then also as teachers. All of them have 
taught the music and if you look at what Winton's doing with Jazz at Lincoln Center and the educational programs and going out into the world I mean it, it makes it really glow us I mean it has this global approach to music so um, I think without Ellis that none of this would have been possible and I also think there is a approach of taking jazz and saying it's great in clubs but it is also wonderful in concert halls. There is really no difference between European classical music and jazz. It's all music. And it's um, it's wonderful music. It's complex music. You can't you can't put a limiting cliche on it or anything, a stereotype to it. Yeah, well that that was uh, something else I was interested in too, is just from your perspective. And I, I, I don't know what what your relationship, I mean, certainly your relationship to music, but I mean, this relationship to jazz, because jazz is its own unique thing. I'm just wondering for you, what's the power of jazz? It's, that's really hard to put into words because I love it so much. <laughs> you know, when you love something, it's very hard to put into words. Uh, for me, it has a lot to do with, um, there's this feeling of freedom to it and the complexity and then the rhythm takes me along and I really love the improvisational parts that I can see there's one person out of a group who brings up his own feelings and ideas and then the group supports him and then he joins the group again and so I feel this democratic uh, sense of interacting and the spontaneity that goes with it but it's not just spontaneous I mean there's so much more that goes into it in terms of music knowledge that comes out to these improvisations impresses me enormously yeah. I mean and it just yeah it's just a great feeling and I, I love I love this music since I was very very young so it's just hit me at some point and then I was addicted to it <laughs> wow wow yeah there's there's a definitely a beauty to it and the like I love that you talk it's almost like a community um and but a different type it's not as structured it's so open I, I love that thank you for for that uh, just as we start to wrap up Sasha I'm just wondering uh what is it that you hope people take away from the film of their time with Ellis? Of their time with Ellis? Um, well, first, um, first of all, that um, what a wonderful and complex person he was, that he uh, was part of this larger, larger historical development and one of the last people to really be able to speak on that. So about the, the segregation issues and desegregation and all these changes this country has gone through so that he's really sort of it's a he's an oral historian on that and um, that it is of crucial importance to value and um, to cherish and preserve those histories. And um, for him personally, that I think he and his music will um, live on. And I hope that the film contributes to spreading, to sort of disseminating his legacy to the world. I appreciate that. I, I really do. Um, I know the film is playing at uh, New York. Uh, Dark NYC. We Dark have NYC. a world premiere on Thursday, November 10th. And on Friday, uh, the 11th. Um, November 11th, we have a second screening, and on Thursday, um, there, I mean, on both evening screenings, we have a Q&A, and on uh, Thursday, I'm so happy to say that Wynton Marsalis is coming to join the Q&A. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's wonderful. 
Yeah, and so Jason Marsalis is coming as well, and I shouldn't say it's just as exciting to me, but I just wanted to uh, to mention both. <laughs> oh, I think that's great. That's very exciting. Thank you so much for the time. I really do appreciate it. I, I definitely you. wish you the best. Thank you so much. It was wonderful meeting you. Take wonderful care. You. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>